<laughs> he got my back. <laughs> I'm gonna do an and we're back. Yeah. And we're back! Sad Moth Podcast 2018. New Year, new us. New Year, new me. New set. New Year, new segment. Yeah. We're, we're, we're starting up 2018 with a brand new podcast format. Yeah. Uh, Noah, why don't, you, uh, why, don't you, why don't you fill us in? Yeah, so... On past podcasts, most of which remain unreleased. By the way, we should release all of those old podcasts. Oh, absolutely. In like two years. They're worth a listen. As long as, as soon as they're like completely untopical. Completely irrelevant, yeah. that would be the best time to put them out. Yeah. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna try and do this new thing. It's called um The Great Album Debate, but this time it's a great song debate. That's what it's called. That's that's gonna be the title every week. Yeah. So the format, which is an effort to limit the focus of our discussion and also allow us to develop some background, some context, and some work before we come to the podcasting table. Do a little homework. A little homework so we're better informed about what we're talking about. Because before we were definitely not. And we still... We trudged along. We'll try. We'll, we'll, we'll do our best. Yeah. But what we're going to try and do is for each podcast, we'll listen to two albums. And then we're going to choose sides and debate which one's better. And each week, Noah's going to pick a new flavor of gum to chew while he does the <laughs> intro. And he's going to give us an, or an update throughout the hour of, of which one's better. This is your gum, by the way. Yeah, no, it's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to happen. What, what, what gum are you chewing this week? I don't know. It's Trident. It was on your kitchen table. And I oh, that's it. my gum. I took some without asking. That's what, all right. What, what flavor is that? Mint. Just mint? Just mint gum? I think it's spearmint. Spearmint. All right. All right. Cutting. Yeah. That could be an episode. Spearmint versus... Uh, versus what? Uh, winter mint. Oh, yeah. Winter fresh. So each week we're going to be comparing two albums yeah. of, of, of similar ilk. Albums. Yeah. yeah, we're going to try and make them as comparable as possible so that they're... It's not just preference. Yeah, so you, you can tangibly debate between their merits because they're trying to do approximately the same thing. Yeah. But this week we thought we'd start we'd start the podcast off with something a little special. Yeah. Something a little topical. Apply the to this bang! <laughs> with a bang. Uh, if you haven't heard the news, that may or may not, but most likely not be, be true. true, Yeah, is that Radiohead is supposedly... Suing famed indie pop singer Lana Del Rey. Indie pop darling. Indie pop darling. You know, darling? Yeah. yeah. She is an indie pop darling. Um, Lana yeah. Del Rey over uh, public, uh, I think all rights. Uh, apparently, according to Lana Del Rey, 100% of the rights to her song off of her latest album, which I believe is called Lust for Life. Not the Iggy Pop song. Sorry, Train Spotting fans. Uh, her, the final track in that album, Get Free, yeah. is being sued for having a similar chord progression and vocal melody to Radiohead's iconic 1992 single, Creep, which itself. No. No? No, that was a yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Which itself <laughs> was sued successfully. 
um, by the Hollies back in, I believe, 1974 mm. for their iconic love song, The Air That I Breathe, for having a similar chord progression and vocal melody. So each of us picked our our favorite tunes or tunes that we wanted to debate and we're we're, we're just gonna we're gonna figure out which one is better um all right let's go around the circle and say who you are uh your favorite ice cream flavor and which song you're 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 gonna be debating in favor of okay i'll you you go my name's emmanuel i'm gonna be siding with radiohead creep uh, my favorite ice cream is Blue Moon. It's a good flavor, exclusive to the Midwest. See, I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. Is your uh, favorite song like a virgin? Because you like Radiohead? I think it's Blue Moon. Crickets. Just, just crickets. Alright, my name is Patrick. My favorite ice cream flavor is strawberry. And I'm going to be arguing the air that I breathe by the Hollies. That's all I have to say about that. Okay. My name's Noah. Um, my favorite ice cream flavor is uh, Rocky Road. It's not even true. No, it's not. I was going to say, that's true. bullshit. No one's favorite ice cream flavor is Rocky Road. You know what? My favorite ice cream flavor isn't a flavor. It's rainbow sherbet. Deal with it. It's not ice cream. It's rainbow sherbet. It's not ice cream. You were the one who came up with the ice cream question just to buck you the know rules. What? Rainbow sherbet is like sherbet is ice cream, but it's, it's it's but it's not. It's right next to the ice cream. But it, it's 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 and just you get not it like ice, the ice cream. cream. It's, it's not creamy. Ice, it's it's the same shit. It's the same thing. We we should. Hey, what do you think about this? Is, is, Nate, is Nate, Nathan Hill in the, in the studio. This is Nate Hill, and he's going to deliver a ruling about whether roommate ice cream. Mouse lover and um, glasses wear. Um, no, you know, <clears throat> I feel like if Sherbert's ice cream, then snow cones have to be ice cream. Oof. That's I do sl- love a melon. That's snow a slippery cone. What do you guys think about gelato being ice cream? That's a slippery What is gelato? Uh, what is gelato? I don't know. I know I've eaten it. I don't know what it is. It's cold. Yeah. It's ice, ice cream ass. Cold fruit. Usually fruit. There there are other flavors, but usually I've had fruit many varieties cheap. of gelato, and they all seem to be very comparable, if not identical, to ice cream in some ways. I wouldn't say identical. In to some ice ways, cream. it's it's similar for fruity Italians. Let's leave it at that. So this is like a preview of the type of debate that we'll have for yeah. um, you know it's any good an podcast that has focus. To do. Yeah. I, let me reiterate: any good podcast has focus. True, true, true. And we are Sad Moth Podcast. Yeah. Um, one album, one debate. Except this time, it's a song. That's, are we? Uh, I'm, I'm sorry is. to ask this during the podcast. Are we going to play the songs for for them? Um. They can look that up. Yeah, look it up. We'll, we'll, we might leave links. We might not. Figure it out. Just to, just to we'll, we'll wrap it back, we'll, uh, we'll reiterate what songs we're defending before the the bell rings and we go at each other like ravenous hounds. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm debating for the radio creep side or ah, radiohead side. 
I'm very passionate about Radiohead, as you can tell. I do not mess up their name. It's not like I got stuck with this position. I would have. It's not like I would have much rather (laughs) debated for uh, someone else in this. Put your heart into it, man. Come on. But I am. I am. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. That's not what the case is. I, the case is, is that I am a big Radiohead fan, and I am defending Creep with all my heart. I'm I'm defending the Hollies, the air that I breathe, probably the the, the, the least known song here. Although, um, oh, you're such a hipster. I am, I am, and it's it's also the best. Also, fun fact, gonna I'm gonna throw sprinkling some fun facts. Writer of this song, yeah, Albert Hammond Jr. from the Strokes' his dad, Albert Hammond Sr. Ah, uh. interesting. Yeah, suck my dick. Okay. Um, my name's Noah. I don't think I did my intro before because we got stuck on the, uh, sure, the ice cream. Yeah. Thing, the oh, ice yeah, that's right. But, uh, yeah, I'm doing uh, Get Free by Lana Del Rey. That's my pick. And it's the best song. All right. What do you think about that? All right. This is going to be structured. This debate is going to be by the book. Yeah, nothing below the waist, gentlemen. No. Alright, I'm going to put out the first claim here. Put it out. See what you guys think. Get Free by Lana Del Rey is the best song of these three. I see, would... I'm going to have to disagree with <laughs> I'm going to have to disagree right off the bat with yeah. that first claim. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I, mm-hmm. think, I think Lana Del Rey's attempt at copying a copy is weaker than the first copy. I think that for, for a multitude of reasons. Um, mostly, I think it's all atmosphere, no soul. And also, I think her voice is, is awful. Just awful. If we're judging based... based just, I'm going I'm to start it off just, just based on vocals here. As both of these... All of these songs can be defined by, the, by, by partial vocals. Radiohead is obviously iconic operatic very very lovely uh, maybe not operatic I mean, high register but so is the so is the hollies the hollies have a really were the first to use this this, this vocal melody and um i think i think do it best they orchestrate it better than lana del rey's who's at at this time in her album is going in more of an orchestrated direction I think the the strings, the instrumentation sounds just more natural, more lovely, more moving on the Holly's effort than than anything she does. And same with same with the vocals. I, I, I sense no passion from her vocals at all. Um, and then yeah, I, 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 I think if we're, if we're talking about just 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 passion, just emotion, I get more out of this from the Hollies beautiful iconic love song than I do from Lana Del Rey's Get Free or Radiohead's Creep. Alright, I'm gonna respond to that counter argument. Uh-huh. Number one, let's be honest, like like the microphones and like the technology of today, like the recording process, the production just better just better than it used to be so right there Lana Del Rey is alive right now and making music her song sounds better because the Hollies made their song in 19 what 22 
Just because, like, 1855, when did they record it? I don't remember. I'll say this. It's true that recording technology is is, is, is miles above what it was in 1974. But it's So up, you admit that? I admit that. I can see that. But it's up to the artist and producer to make use of that technology to make a good-sounding song, which I think Lana Del Rey has failed to do. That's a good point, because, uh, you know... There's an oversaturation with the production field now. Anyone with a, a reverb effect can make a Lana Del Rey song like this one. <laughs> you know? <laughs> All right. All right. I'll, I'll have to disagree with that. If you're, if you're looking for a solo female pop act with the aesthetic of Urban Outfitters meets The Great Depression, but everyone's happy... But not really. I would say more everyone's melancholy at Every, best. Everyone's melancholy at best. And like, I don't know, the cars fly around. I'm getting... I think uh, did that happen in the Queer Suppression? There's, there's, like, there's like space involved in the Lano Del Rey expanded universe, but I'm not okay. totally sure. I know she talks about video games, yeah, I don't know. Um, if you're looking for that, you know, Lana Del Rey is your gal. I would argue that Lana Del Rey is very unique because of her voice, because of her production, because of her commitments to an aesthetic that died five plus years ago. <laughs> what is so unique about her production? Just to me, it sounds like standard attempted indie baroque pop with a whole lot of reverb. It's easy store listening. It's for the Forever 21. Yeah. It's for the H&M. Well, exactly. It's relevant. It's, 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 in do you know, okay, okay, let me say this. Let me say this. Let's go to the statistics. Let's go to the hard evidence. Number of handies while listening to each three of these songs. I know for a fact, Creep by Radiohead Zero. Oh yeah, that's a fact. Zero. That is a fact. No, 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 that is a fucking disputable fact. No, 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 no. <laughs> Creep has a solid groove and bass line with a warm stereo sound. Mm -mm. That's like the warm embrace of a woman's hand on a man's genitals. It's not a warm song. Yes, and it sounds like that. So single lonely dudes in their early 20s can imagine they're getting a hand job I from think, someone else. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, but yeah. they're not because they listen to you radio. Have to, you have to think of, you, you fools, you fools. You have to think about the where Radiohead was being played during the prime of this song. It was college dorm rooms. It was uh, these, these... Of lonely 20-year-old college kids thinking that they're depressed... Jerking themselves mm. off. Yeah. A hand job is a hand job. <laughs> I can't dispute that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't dispute yeah. that. But what I can dispute is that in the 70s, there was more coke flying around than an Arctic blizzard. <laughs> All right? People weren't getting hand jobs to the air that I believe. People were getting blow jobs, 69s. Alaskan tire fires, they were getting it all. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> and of no, of, of much abundance. There, I think more people got double dunder deck dicked? I don't know. I couldn't think of, a, of, of another D. But this is a dicking song through and through. Yeah. 
And if we're talking about just songs to make sweet, sweet love to, I think there's there's only one choice here, and that's the air creep. that I breathe. No, it's not By creep. Radiohead. It's not creep. It's not creep. That is one of the least romantic. Songs. I can see. I can see some in the song. They art literally student NYU teenage gals who are big Radiohead fans. <laughs> They're wearing chokers. And they're wearing they got black lipstick and they're not goths. Exactly. I could see them handing out very, very mediocre, sad so hand jobs with light grips. Light grips. To that song. You know? If we're talking about sexual intercourse that's happening to a song, I think the air that I breathe has got both of you beat if you combine the amount of hand I, jobs. I think you are severely overestimating the hip. Mid seventies drug crowd size. I think compared you're how to, many people think hand jobs to Lana Del Rey are hip. Compared Lana to Del Rey. the enormous, moderately sexually active sixteen to twenty five basic pe- basic dude basic girl demographic that's jamming Lana Del Rey. No, there are not basic dudes that are jamming Lana Del Rey. It is basic mm, girls unless who they're trying to get a handy. live in their unless they're trying to get a handy. No, I I think that this song specifically is for when some basic girl is sitting at her suburb housing development mansion mm. in her kitchen alone while her parents are gone, and I think that she's just sitting there staring out the window. On a, like a rainy day, it's like a by yourself type of song. This get free song. You're you're trying to escape, and you're not trying to get hand jobs. So creep song. is not a by yourself kind of song. No, no, it's a no. by yourself with company type of song. I, I don't think it is. It's called creep. He's a weirdo. Yeah. What the yeah. hell is he doing here? Yeah, that's kinky though. There there's some slant that could be. He doesn't in. belong here. Yeah, he needs to. Can I make a attack on creep? Of course. To please. shift the conversation. Please. Yeah. Let's stop attacking I think, Lana. I think this Leave is, Lana alone. I think this is important. In the case against Creep. Alright. Shoot. I think Creep is not in the top fifty of Radiohead's best songs. I think Creep is a mediocre middle of the road song by a very, very good band. What I'll say about Creep that you can't say about, I think, any of these other songs is that the artists who created Creep don't like it. They're not a fan right. of the song. And in a, in, a, in a band that was almost consistently, uh, with, a few, with minor exceptions, very original, very on the cutting edge mm-hmm. a lot of the time, Creep, you can't say that about Creep. It's, in a lot it's of a ways, boring alt rock song. In, in a lot of ways, it was hanging on a lot of the trappings of 1992, which was grunge, which is self pitying, yeah. anthemic um, rock songs, and uh, it's it's not as exciting to hear as, as it once was. I think even Lana Del Rey, at least, has some, while not showing in the vocals, some passion for the song that she wrote. I think it's, while it's hanging on trends, I don't think it's hanging on trends as hard as Radiohead's Creep. I think Radiohead's Creep sounds like an amalgam of, of, of 90s rock cliches. What, and not, not that it's a good, not a good song, not that there's not interesting things that happen in it, 
but it's um, it's uh, it's 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 tame. And it's especially tame for a band like Radiohead. Yeah. Mm. You got a rebuttal? Yeah, I would say. Uh... I would say that, yeah, it is... I, I will say it's true that Radiohead doesn't like Creep, but it's only because of the oversaturation that it's been played to the point that instigated a lawsuit. I think... Look at the, all the burden that Creep has had carried with it because of its immense popularity. Now, whether or not that popularity is warranted is up for debate. But it's popular nonetheless. That's undeniable. It's the top yeah. song on Radiohead Spotify... The top song on their Google Play. Sure. Both you know, and I would even go to say it has more commercial success than both of your songs combined. I, I don't think that's a, a, an unfair statement. Yeah. Commercial success does not equal a better song. It right. certainly equals a more popular one. That's true. And, uh, and that is you, what commercial success means. Yeah. Now, there has to be a reason why all these people are listening to this song. Well, there's a lot of people. There's a there's a reason why a lot of people listen to "I'm Blue" by Eiffel sixty five. Yeah. Yeah, because it's a banger. Oh, okay. No, I I would like that comment struck from the record because he's arguing against his I own admit, song. I admit my own ignorance. <laughs> I, I I apologize. You are hurting us all with that argument. Let's let's put it on the record. I'm Blue by Eiffel 65 is a banger. Let that be committed. There's no debate there. There's no debate there. There's no debate there. There is no debate there. It is a better song than all three of these songs combined. I apologize for my ignorant and ill-informed statements, even though that means the same thing. And um, let it be, yeah, let it be committed to record. It's a banger. That's a banger. That's a real banger. I'm sorry. I'm I'm really sorry. I'm sorry I used it as a scapegoat. Apology banger, accepted. Though? What? Get free. <laughs> that is a weak ass song, dude. That song's like. Come on. Of is. the three, I think it is the most dull and the most easily forgettable. I think there are there are more. Creep. Say what you will about it. It's it's a memorable song. It's got the. Yeah, it's got the. You know what I'm talking about? It's got the... You know that part. You know, I was going to bring that up. I think that that is a tacky as shit move. I yeah. think it is. How so? Like, I don't know. But, like, that feels like... Okay, so... When I play it with uh, in a band... I played in a band at one point called the Darnells. Mm. And, um... Not to brag, but we played Rockfest 2013. Whew. How'd you get that gig? I honestly don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So I'm not going to pretend to know. Staff lineup that year. And, uh, yeah, the band before us was called Audio Abduction. Okay. And they were like, you know, they played Santeria by Sublime. And um, they are just, uh, you know, like metal, pop, ska, punk thing like all other bands and they had on their stage uh like wooden crates that they put kind of next to their mic stands so they could stand on them and play 
the choo-choo, choo-choo, before the chorus on Creep by Radiohead is exactly the kind of guitar move that the dudes in audio abduction would think it are, yeah, this is, is totally dope. This is a completely anecdotal piece of evidence, no. I'm saying it's gimmicky as fuck. Based off gimmicky. one based off one instance, name any other song that does that. Besides that's that's recognizable. Name any other song. Other goes, songs aren't involved in this in in this argument. Yeah. But I will say about the yeah. Um, is 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 a, a legend? Um, I wouldn't call it a legend, but a, a rumor. I don't know how true this is, um, but rumor has it, "By Adele" is a great song. But there is another rumor, uh, that the "cha cha cha part was the guitarist's deliberate attempt to try to sabotage the song mid-recording. I don't know how much truth there is to that rumor. Um, See, there's lore to the song. That's mm, even more more argument to mm, for my case. I think there is the weakest lore of Lana Del Rey. Lana Del Rey's get free. Okay, because there's, there's that's an unfair argument. This is contemporary shit. There hasn't been time for the lore to develop. But there is some good lore to both of our songs. The air that I breathe mm. was actually recorded multiple times this, uh, by no, multiple this artists. Weak as hell. I'm listening no, no, to this no, no. this no. shit right now. It feels like what I imagine being on Percocet would feel like. Oh, and just man. staring out your window. I would hope being on Percocet is way better than Lana Del Rey's "Get Free." Yeah, I, th- I think that's a compliment. I think that's exactly that what is Lana a that Del Del is a really good it. compliment, Emmanuel. Come a really on, really good compliment. Being on Percocets as good as "Get Free." No way. Being Percocet's no. as good as the air that I breathe. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. Great song. I'll tell you. I'll tell you another thing about Get Free. Recorded by uh, one of the Everly Brothers. It was uh, recorded uh, by I, b- I believe Johnny Cash uh, and a few other people, including mean, Albert Howe. No, no, no. You said Get Free. Get the air that I breathe. The air that yeah. I breathe. The air that I breathe by the Hollies. Uh, it was recorded by Albert Hammond Sr. himself before being released by the Hollies because he wrote it. And. All of those attempts added up, you know, the attempt after attempt after attempt really allowed the producer, Alan Parsons of the Alan Parsons Project, to show what he, 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 well, the first time he heard the song, he knew it was going to be a hit. He knew this is a hit record. And through all those attempts, he was able to meld what worked and what didn't into what is, I think, inarguably, the definitive recording of the air that I breathe. It's got acoustic, electric instrumentation. It's got strings. I believe it has at least two or three part harmonies by the Hollies, which they were known for. It's it combines um, the sparseness of, of of some of the other ones, some of some of some of the strings of other recordings of the songs into uh, uh, the perfect confection. Mm-hmm. I think we're talking about we we need to address something though about the air that I breathe. I think we've criticized. Radiohead and Lana Del Rey. We've criticized Lana Del Rey pl- plenty. But let's think about how much of a lame-ass move it is to sue another band for stealing the essence of your song. Mm-hmm. I think that has nothing to do with the music of the song. I know, but it has to do with a deep-seated insecurity yeah. that these old geezers are feeling yeah. towards... They're Very like, hearing this creep song, they're like, oh my god... 
this song is better. They stole it from us. Oh, why is this song so popular? They're, they're being these old, these old fuckos that are just like I think another important thing to note about this, though, is that they won their lawsuit. They did, and that just shows how corrupt our system is. Does it? Or does it show that they were onto something? That they had a legitimate reason to be upset that Radiohead blatantly took the vocal melody from their iconic love song that of, was even bigger in Britain. There was no way that Tom York and company hadn't heard this song. Maybe subconsciously. How much of the rights did the Hollies win? Half. Yeah. And not all of the Hollies, the songwriter of the songs, hmm. which was um, Albert Hammond. And Why such other. an even split? Why wouldn't they give to all the proceeds if it was so... Uh, well, I mean, that counteracts yeah. your argument that they were some greedy old people that wanted all of the rights to the song. They recognized that it wasn't the exact same song. Mm. But they also recognized but that, that there was a, de- a definite influence. There was a definite... I'm not going to say thievery, but there's different inspiration and borrowing of an iconic vocal melody that they, de- that they decided, probably not, not a quick decision, that they wanted to be compensated for. And they, were, they could have gone for the whole thing. Like Lana Del Rey's claiming that Radiohead is going for it. Again, not proven. But they didn't. Hmm. They only kept half. Because they won. They won this lawsuit. Technically in court. Well, yeah, yeah. Hmm. So I think the argument that they're these bitter old men that just wanted to leech off of this new song. I think it's entirely not. still there. There wouldn't have been a lawsuit in the first place. Any sort of... So there should, you're just saying there, should be, there never should be any music lawsuits? No. No. Never. 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 As yeah, long but- as the song's different at least a little bit. I, I I think I disagree. I think there's there's some there's some valid music lawsuits. Chuck Berry sued um, the Beach Boys for I think it was California Girls for blatantly ripping off almost the entirety of his song, admittedly. Which I think I think rip off songs are pretty uh, cool, unless it's well, that's just an opinion. Yeah. It is. It is, yeah, I guess. I don't know, there's pretty valid reasons for intellectual property laws to exist, but it's hard with music. It is hard with music. I'm not I'm not denying that. I, I think But I don't should... I don't think that the that the Hollies had an inadequate reason to file a lawsuit against Creek. That's a big commitment. For... I'm not saying it's not a big commitment. I just don't I don't think they it, had would they have filed reason. this lawsuit if uh if Creep wasn't uh, that as successful as it is, well, if no, it was they wouldn't have heard it. No, but if the the your song is still a big song, not as big as Creep. But if it wasn't as big as Creep, but still big, but not bigger than the Hollies, would they have sued? I don't. If it was not big, if it was what? <laughs> if it was uh okay, if it was bigger than, or if the Holly song was still bigger, still made more money than Creep, mm-hmm. do you think they would have sued? I can't speak for the Hollies. I think it's an insecurity thing inherently. I think that they were. I think inherently is is false. Mm, that's a big commitment to go through, at at a stage in your career and life where you're not really making music anymore. 
And it's not really taking away anything from We don't know if they were making music anymore. They could still be making music. Just because it's not as well-received, not as popular as it once was, doesn't mean they're not how making did, How does Radiohead's Creep take anything away from the Holly song? It doesn't take anything away, but it borrows a vocal melody. I don't think it does. Arguably. See, arguably. I think we... Really I think there's an argument to be made that it borrows it. I'm not saying it does. I would like I to... I think there's an argument to be made. I would like to halt the debate for a second. Okay. Bring bring the... Bring the tension down. Bring the heat down. And I think we reached a consensus before we started recording this. Just as people and as music listeners. Like, none of these songs sound that much alike. No. Right? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> like... Like I they think have they the have, same they chord have, they have similar they have similar chord progress probably the same chord progression and I think similar I'm not saying they're the same I'm not saying that there's a reason for suing but I think in court there is an arguable similarity between some of the vocal melodies not yeah. correct but arguable just like it's arguable that some way your two songs are touchable to the Hollies the air that I breathe. I don't know. It's like I I just I don't know enough about how music works to really make this claim. But like, like you like chord progressions have like you just have a chord progression and you tell like five different people, five different musicians to like sing and write a melody over it. If it's like a weird chord progression, that's kind of you know specific or or different like the melodies might just sound similar I, I just think that's just how music like pop music works i agree and there there's there's videos that show that like yeah a lot of songs are written off of the same three chords but there's a lot of foundation in those same three chords for a lot of different sounding songs i think the initial melody might sound the same but you know if you don't want to be sued you could do a little research into songs that sound similar mm-hmm I think just because just because the initial melody that you could come up with off the top of your head might sound the same because that is the initial melody that people could come off with of, off the top of their heads if someone did it first. So you could do something more original. But it's original if you come up with it yourself. Not necessarily. Yeah, is, mm. these are pretty. I, I guess technically original, but like not everything that everyone comes up with is very original. By another definition. It's what's bizarre to me about the whole copyright system with music is that <coughs> these aren't permanently held uh, rights, you know. Like th- these, this will fade away in fifty years, right? It's like fifty years that you can hold on the rights to a song. I'm sure that in the past there has been plenty of like music that people today have borrowed from many classical pieces. I'm sure there, there's innumerable amount of like similar melodies or whatever, so it's, it's it's clear to me that it's just evidently some sort of like cash grab. It's just the, the student yeah. labels just trying to get money off of each other. There's no artistic integrity in suing another artist for a piece of art that they made originally, even if it has similar aspects to it. Art is inherently influenced by other art, and artists are like. Yeah, but if you're an artist, you can you can be proud of a piece you made and not want somebody to be very successful if you believe 
Not that I believe, but if you believe that they're copying your sound, your chord progression, your song. If you're proud of a piece that you made and you think somebody is benefiting even maybe more than you have from something that you believe that you wrote, I think, you know, you should be able to defend that in court. Yeah, all art is derivative of something, but that doesn't mean that, it, you know, you can't get called out for that. But in this case, it just seems that it's so evident that they're just entirely different songs with, like... Clearly not in court. Mm, yeah. Not, mm, they won. The Hollies beat Radiohead in court. Hmm. Sorry, I'm just listening to this gorgeous song called Get Free by Lana Del Rey. Oh, I haven't heard it before. What does it sound like? I'll, like, uh, moan sing it while I listen to it. So, accurately like. sing it. And it keeps going like that. Oh, wow. That sounds awfully similar to the Holly Sierra that I've <laughs> Which is evidence to further my case that my song is superior. You admitted yourself that that ridiculous showing of lyricism and... Well, there was no lyricism there. Vocal projection is uh, similar to your song, and therefore mine is superior to both. Well, that doesn't make any you sense know what? at all. I'll, I'll give you guys this. Because your song sounds so much like... Get free by Lana Del Rey. It can't. They can't help but be being serviceably good songs. However, Ooh. Get Free by Lana Del Rey is clearly superior. Now, why is it better Do, than the other all two? Right. I think we should get into technical sonic details now. Yeah. So, I think what really differentiates the Lana Del Rey recording from the others. What what I'm hearing from Radiohead, I'm hearing a arpeggios. Arpeggios for the chord progression, that is the same. Just different. Lana Del Rey, number one, kicks... Lana Del Rey's a better singer than Tom York, okay? Let's just... Now, how can you... Let's I, I want to hear your argument towards that, because I, I literally, literally disagree. am unable to, to decipher that with all the fucking reverb and all the... Like layered audio effects that you. Have I just think if you voice. listen to both songs, it's very evident who the better singer is. Yeah, it's Tom York. He's got a he's got a better range. He's got a clearer voice. Yeah, he's got okay. a better inflection and more natural. Lana Del Rey's under natural. some yeah. fucking auto tune and filters. I you don't want... need to, you don't. It doesn't need to be muddled by anything for you to tell that Tom York has a fantastic voice. Okay. No. No. Like, have you listened to, like, any music with reverb on it? You're not looking for, you're not looking for raw, you're not looking for pitchy, you know, like Tom York. You're looking for urethral. You're looking for smooth and flowing and, and dainty and beautiful. I would you not Lana call Del Lana Del Rey's vocals anything <laughs> like smooth, dainty. I think his description of the vocals is... How is that caricature of her, which is accurate, strangely accurate, how is that dainty? How is that smooth? All right. How will a woman with a duck face sing? <laughs> you can't. You can't. 
You can only push so many, so much air out of those fat lips, those fat unnatural. She, is, she has a nice smile on the other. Color. She does. She you know, she should smile. smile more. I'm gonna say this. I've said this before. Hey, baby, you should smile more. She smile more. She smile more. <laughs> Cupcake. You look beautiful. Gross. You got a beautiful smile. Well, no, she's always frowning with that awful pout. She's smiling for the first. I've never seen her smile before. She's smiling on her album cover. She looks nice. She's got a good smile. She should smile more. It's got not a lot to be sad about when you think about it. You know, if I had a dream, if I had a psychedelic experience, transcendental, and I, bro, and I put "Get Free" by Lana Del Rey on, which I just finished, and I'm going to listen to. Wait, no, still a minute left. Oh, I forgot about that little synthy ambient bit at the end. We'll get to that. But if I had a psychedelic experience and I listened to this song, I would. Im- what? Can I go pee? Yeah. Yeah, you can get up and. Oh. Go ahead. I'm gonna go. Patrick's gonna going go. pee. We'll we'll pause. Okay. Actually, we won't pause because this is a long speech. If I had a psychedelic experience, and I put on "Get Free" by Lana Del Rey. I would immediately be transported to a microwave, and I'd be lounging on a stick of butter. As and you are being slowly vaporized from no, the inside out. No, 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 no. The, the heat is not the issue. The butter would melt in the microwave, and I would slowly melt into the butter, and then I'd swim around in that. In that smooth butter. You would be completely and roasted be, from the inside I'd out. I'd be all greased up and just smooth as a baby. Exploding. I'd be hairless, too. No, I forgot about that. you'd be blowing up. Mm-mm, mm-mm. You'd be popping like a fucking zit, dude. No, 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 no. That's that's not what happens. That's not what happens. That couldn't happen. It's Lana Del Rey, dude. There is nothing warm about this chilling, ice-cold witch's voice in this... <laughs> Barren cave-esque now, now you're just landscape. being misogynist. I think you just don't like women. Oh, really? Yeah. That, that's a straw man argument. If I straw woman argument, if I've ever heard of yes. <laughs> You're gonna gender it now? Straw person? <laughs> straw. straw person, please. <laughs> straw person. Uh. Yeah. All right. Now we're gonna pause it because Patrick's gonna. All right, we'll be back in a second. All right. All right, I'm ready. We're back. I'm good. I'm going to finish my piece about my song. Well, you didn't do the end, we're back. You can do it. It's your thing. (laughs) That's not my thing. It's your bit. You made it up. And we're back! (laughs) No, why don't you uh, finish off the the syrupy, buttery sounds of uh, Lana Mm -hmm. Del Rey's Get Free. Well... All I gotta say is, I think Lana Del Rey's song does more sonically. It's a little more adventurous. You're getting at the four minute thirty or so mark till the end. You're getting ambient, reverbed, beautiful, if I may, synthy textures. I don't think you're getting that with any any of your songs. You're not. You're not. I think you're getting bare bones songs. I think it's a disservice to call... I think you're getting more experimentation. Now, I would strain to say that... Well, I wouldn't call it experimentation. 
in, in I think I think Lana Del Rey gets a little sonically adventurous on this one. Adventurous, maybe. Mm. Experimentation, nay. And I think it's a disservice to call either of our songs. Um, what 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 did, what did you call? Them? Bare, bare, bare bones. bones. <laughs> bare bones. I think the holly is the air that I breathe. Is a rich and warm sonic palette. <laughs> I just want to punch myself in the throat saying that. Yes. It starts out with just a syrupy, sticky, electric guitar lick. The okay, the guitar lick I'll give you is good. Yeah, it's a, that's and a, unique. Yeah, over. Yeah. And but the, but the thing that, that that interests me about the rest of the song is you don't hear a whole lot of electric instrumentation throughout. The ne- the next thing you hear moves moves to acoustic, moves it to a mellow vibe, a warm vibe. And the instrumentation organically grows. It doesn't just it, it, in, into the final repeated climax, which may now be a cliche of like 70s fucking classic rock songs. But I think it starts out with some subtle horns. Some su- not not punchy horns. These aren't horns that are going to hit you in the face. These are some subtle horns in the background. Then you're getting some strings, all warm, uh, all mixing in with the, with the acoustics. It, it makes for a lovely atmosphere for a song. And then when you build up to that final climax, it's just it's just beautiful. It I I wouldn't call it bare bones, but I think there's a beauty in in the structure that the song has, even though at this point in time, it might sound a tad cliched. Emmanuel. What you do you, you have to say about Sonic You Man? fools. You absolute degenerates. I, I can't believe you're completely glazing over Radiohead's Creeps. Beautiful, warm, vibrant uh, palette that's just so curtained in the back. It's like a, it's a backdrop of uh, just nice, pleasing guitar with uh, Tom York's voice that flows in and out of the song like a warm incandescent bulb almost with just juxtaposed with the with the subject matter the isolatedness of it's 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 almost a beautiful piece about how we're all alone together in this world it it, it seems as if it's, it speaks larger that speaks to something more human that speaks to the song's popularity not to be pedantic of course oh of course <laughs> Of course. That was a very good, like, imitation of, a, like, a high school paper about Radiohead. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> now, how do we come up with a verdict? I think we bring in fellow collaborator and all, so, someone who's proven always right based on not the songs, but our arguments alone. Nate. Who wins the first ever? What was the title of this? It shit? was. Uh, we argue about albums, but this time it's a song. Sure. Who went, is it? Lana Noah's defense of Lana Del Rey's "Get Free," Emmanuel's defense of Radiohead's "Creep," or Patrick's defense? That's me, Patrick Dylan. Defense of the Hollies' "The Air That I Breathe." Uh, Patrick won. Hey! That's bullshit. Fuck! And that's all the time we got. Fuck!
Join us uh, in the future. We're going to be doing more of these. This time with full-length albums. Stay tuned. we got a whole back catalog. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>